The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. In the name above all names, Jesus. Amen. Outside of Slovakia, I've never considered the name given to me to be a blessing. The whole culture of Names Day celebrations in Slovakia and other places in Europe was a totally foreign concept to this foreigner. But apparently, I hadn't been missing much because, of course, the name Kyle isn't one that is assigned to a certain day in the Gregorian calendar. My very first Slovak language teacher I had here almost 10 years ago was convinced that I was mispronouncing my own name and always corrected it to Carl. So I suppose that the closest I could get to celebrating a name day in Slovak, with the, with, uh, in Slovakia with a Slovak name would be Carol, right? The Slovak version of Carl. So that November 4th would be my name day each year. But even though I don't have a name day, I'm grateful that Jesus does, that January 1st is the designated name day for Jesus. This is the theme of our worship today, where we've heard four different texts that lift up the significance of the naming of Jesus in in important ways. And what a great way to start the first day of a new year, focusing on and celebrating the name of Jesus. It puts us on a proper course for what should be at the fore of our focus and celebration all the year long. On the fourth Sunday of Advent, just a few weeks ago, I expounded on some similar texts by positing the question, what is in a name? I invited us to consider the significance of our own names and how that compared to our names and labels as children of God. And in the season of Advent, the name that we paid attention to in particular was Emmanuel, which translated means, again, God with us. We talked about its meaning and association with Jesus even before Jesus' time. It was the name given to the Messiah. Another name for Jesus, the Saving One, is its meaning. It was given by a prophet and was meant more as a descriptor of our relationship to God 
rather than an actual proper name. The same is true for our proper names and our other names as children of God, meant more to describe our relationship with God. The meaning of Emmanuel has the ending of E-L, and that refers to Elohim, one of the most ancient names for God in the Hebrew tradition. Jesus embodies the reality of God with us because he was God's son, God's very presence among us in physical form. And a few weeks ago, I talked about the etymology or the study of a word and the study of Jesus' name and the meaning behind it. Hopefully you'll remember that the name of Jesus is derived from the Latin Jesus and the transliteration of the same from Greek. Jesus. The Greek form is the rendering of the Hebrew Yeshua, a variant of an earlier name, Yehoshua. Or in English, we would say Joshua. This meaning, mean, the name of this the meaning of this name means Yahweh saves. Yahweh being another of those ancient names for God. So, of course, Jesus wasn't the first in the ancestry of the Hebrew nation to have that name, to act on behalf of God, to save God's people. That first fell to Joshua, that mighty military leader of the Israelite people and successor to Moses, who led them into the promised land. Professor of New Testament Diane Chen from Palmer Theological Seminary reminds us just how significant the naming and name itself of Jesus was and is today. Quote, not only does the name of Jesus signify the bearer's divine status on account of his supernatural conception by the Holy Spirit, it also spells out the specific mission on which his heavenly Father had sent him, that is, to be an agent of God's salvation for Israel and through Israel for the whole world. Not many of us have such significant first names, unless you have the name Christopher or something like that, because Christopher means bearer of Christ. But it isn't the point of lifting up our name or the name of Jesus that we should somehow compare or compete for whose names are more special or somehow have a more sacred calling. But we should regard our name that we all share as children of God in such a way. Because it does give us special status in this world. It does give us a special calling but not more than the person sitting next to us, not more than the person not with us in church today, because we all have that name as child of God, and therefore all the calling to live it out every day. Our proper names are special, sure, special in an earthly and temporary sort of way. But the name child of God calls us to more than just the earthly and the temporal. I'm not just talking about eternity with God, but rather a glimpse of that eternity with God that we are called to live out in this life, right now, every day. So I hope you're asking, 
internally. How are we supposed to do that? How might we do that? And the truth is that looks a little different from one person to another based on the gifts of the Holy Spirit with which we've each been blessed. Take, for example, the gift of remembering people's names. Now, I don't think I'm the absolute worst at this, but certainly I have room to improve, especially considering this line of work that I'm in where it is of the utmost importance for people to feel seen and known and loved And that is a good place to start by remembering people's names, right? But grace abounds, I hope. So since my greatest gift is not remembering names as well as I should, be sure to remind me if you don't hear me saying your name in greeting to each other. I'm being very vulnerable with you here. doesn't mean I don't love you and care about you. I do. But even if I can't remember names all the time, I can remember important words of blessing like the well-known blessing from our first reading in Numbers today. It was a blessing first uttered from the mouth of the Old Testament personality Aaron, and therefore God its name, the Aaronic blessing. It's a reminder of our call to embody the name of God in our very existence. The Lord bless you and keep you. This implies a full-on laying-on-of-hands sort of blessing, an intimate embrace that you can imagine in a warm hug with the one that you love. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. These words give a very physical embodiment when we can reflect the shining face of God, when we can mirror that for the world It is a most physical embodiment of God's name, of God's love in this world. If you've seen the movie The Ten Commandments, imagine Moses' face shining coming down from the mountain. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. The final part of this blessing is best understood by looking at what Jesus has shown us of what it means to bear the name of God. In this world. From the moment of Jesus' birth, the best embodiment of our God shows us favor in love, in grace, in mercy, in all circumstances. And we know that Jesus was often controversial with his teachings, even saying that he didn't come to bring peace, but rather to bring disagreement to bring argument between family and friends, that in truth we know the end goal was true peace on a weary world. And while it's not possible for us to embody all aspects of the name of God all the time, that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. So at this time when so many are making New Year's resolutions and seeking to live a better life, our God invites us to do the same as children of God. Yes, for our own health, both physical and mental, this is good, but also so that we can more faithfully embody and celebrate the name of Jesus, the name of our God. Join me, dear friends, dear sisters and brothers in Christ, in Jesus, 
in making 2023 a little bit more true to the name of our God that Jesus embodied in abundance in this life, in this world, for the sake of this world. Amen.